¡Rápido, Alteza! Entregádmelo ya. La luna llena brilla en el cielo y podemos abrir el portal. ¿Qué lleváis en la mano? El portal solo se abrirá si derramamos en él sangre inocente. Solo un poco de sangre. Un pinchazo tan solo es la última prueba. Vamos. Prometisteis obedecerme sin gizar. ¡Entradme al niño! ¡No! Mi hermano se queda conmigo. ¿Sacrificaréis vuestro derecho sagrado por este mocoso al que apenas conocéis? Sí, lo sacrifico. ¿Pegaréis vuestra cuna por él? ¿Él por quien habéis sido humillada e ignorada? Sí, lo niego. Hágase pues vuestra voluntad. Shaw, how are you doing? I am well. <laughs> well, fine. I've Danny. been putting up Christmas all weekend long. Me too. Ah. Me too. Um, yeah. That's right. There's, There's my the, Christmas trees right, right. that Ricky's wife made yeah. a right. few right. years ago. See them right. over that so way. It's <laughs> so hard to do. <laughs> know, <it's> so <laughs> I'm like, it's over there. <laughs> Like there. <laughs> I mean, for me, it actually is there, but it's actually over here because of the picture. Picture. There you go. Jesus. Really yeah. Um, it is. It's, hi guys. it's one of those messes with your brains things. Whoa. <laughs> Bruh. Um, guys, good evening. We are talking about a very cool episode, um, which I will get into very shortly. Um, but, uh, I want to give some quick plugins and give you guys some quick announcements. Um, welcome back to the show. Of course, this is still part Hi, of the Portals you. saga. We've missed you. We have missed ourselves because we have not been able to record <laughs> as thoroughly as we'd like to, but we're getting back on the, back on the yeah. track now that the year's ended. Um, guys, we want to invite you, please come out, support us, give us a like on all our stuff, whatever platform you're using. If it's on Facebook, if it's on Rumble, if it's on Spotify, or if it's even if it's just our stuff that you see online, if you listen to us, go every time you see us, please give us a like. 
share anything that you think is share worthy. All, all that stuff is super helpful for us. It helps us grow. Right. We are a small channel and uh, slowly making our head headways, you know, but uh, yeah. we're still a little bit, bit small and we're okay with that. We recognize that some of the stuff that we do is very different than what a lot of other podcasts are doing. And that's okay. I'm all right with that. Um, but there's we're a lot of us, stuff. That's, not them. that's right. We are us. We are not them. <laughs> um, and so having said that, if you guys would like to support us financially, you can do so with a one-time kind of gift. If you want, head over to Patreon, give whatever you want. If you would like to do that, um, you can give as little as a buck if you want to do that. And you can give as much as a million if you want to. And then we can just work it all together and just do this full time. Right. <laughs> but if you guys would like to sign up for um, our monthly uh, behind the paywall stuff. And, you know, on occasion we do have uh, extra stuff that is behind the paywall. That might be the case today. We'll see. There's a lot to cover. Um, and uh, you guys always get episodes early. And little by little, we are working our way towards giving guys uh, more just completely behind the paywall kind of um episodes so that's only three bucks a month you can sign up on patreon or on spotify and get full access to that uh you also get a discount in our store yes we do have a store up and running now if you don't remember we have our lovely stickers go and check them out got a transhuman sticker and then our self-titled yeah they're all fancy fancy and shell doesn't know about what i'm about (laughs) to tell you guys Uh but or, oh boy. Drum roll, please. And I need to install a drum roll on this guy. Um, Do we not I don't have, have one fun. in our buttons? I don't. Bummer. But uh, I want to tell you, a subscriber and friend of ours, Shell, um, has told me, I didn't know why, I don't know why I didn't think of it. He recently started working with a, like, I don't know if they're worldwide, but they are nationwide shipping t-shirt company they make t-shirts and he's like dude just send me the design you want and we'll you know get it working we'll get it going i was like all right well let's freaking do it great nice you have um some uh we have one design one t-shirt design in particular uh we have a mascot that we were actually i was going to ask for some (laughs) feedback but uh, I'm not going to reveal him quite yet, but you guys will get a, a, a glimpse at him. Hopefully by the, before the end of the year, I have something fully ready to go. So you guys will have a design that you'll, you'll be able to see. But we'll give you guys the name. And I, I think that Shelly's name was great. <laughs> it's Eli the CTDW guy. And you're going to be like, what? Eli the CTDW yes. guy. He's we're, real cool, actually. Cool. <laughs> we were going to call him Sage, Sagey guy. Um, that's what I was going with, but I liked Eli. It's, you know, it's got that like book of Eli vibe going and everything. That's what came to mind. Um, but he's going to be our new mascot. I, I was like, why don't we have a mascot? What is the CDW? Just a bunch of freaking acronyms. Like what's going on here? You know, we need an actual <laughs> character or, you know, people that, you know, they're, they're watching like the Prometheus lens. Well, it's Prometheus, right? Or the dig Bible. Well, okay. Well, they got the shovel. I'm like, well, what do we got? The dark web? I don't want the dark web. <laughs> no, really? We no, don't want the dark um, so we, we're bringing illumination. We're bringing right. light to, to the dark, the dark places. Yes. Well, not the dark web <laughs> in particular, but hopefully maybe if we get uh, banned completely and totally, then that's where we will be regulated to. Oh man. Um, that is more- not uh a life goal for me rick me either. um 
but it's actually known as the deep web if we're being honest dark web okay, it is much more nefarious things anyway i like our name i'm not changing it we're sticking to our guns beep, 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 beep. um but uh anyway having said that just want to get that stuff out of the way and let you guys know that there's some stuff on the horizon don't forget if you are not a subscriber i will absolutely have some content coming back from mexico that you will obviously get early access to mm, so but you will also have some behind the paywall stuff if if i can please pray that i can go and talk to a, a pastor friend that i would really like to interview he is the uh pastor of a metal church and frankly uh he is part of a huge movement called uh what is the bible the, the subterranean bible would be the translation in in english um, they just have a bunch of testimonies from metalheads and punk rockers and just, you know, alternative type individuals in a Bible that they like put in this Bible and started passing them out at like the metal, like the underground, um, markets and shows. They just set up a booth and they just share the gospel. Frankly, it's freaking awesome. Um, and this guy has had ins because he's, uh, he's been around for a long time. And so people are at a point where they actually trust him now. You know, when you go into a huge community where there's lots of witchcraft and lots of paganism, people are not super friendly towards Christians usually um, for a lot of reasons. Right. But uh, he has been so foreign to Americans. What is um, the the widespread um, witchcraft power of witchcraft in Mexico? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All those patron patron saints are, were repatriated. Uh, they were gods that are repatriated. I mean, that's absolutely. What they are. That's what they are. Um, and my wife, I constantly ask her, I go, I'm like, why do you think that there's, you know, Mexico's in the state of it? She's ah, because we worship so many saints. She's like, there's just, we worship everything in my country. Like everything's worship. Oh yeah. Well, that'll do it. Mm. Um, so anyway, having said that, guys, be sure if you're not signed up, you're going to want to be coming next year because I'm going to have some cool content coming out. I am going to visit the largest landmass pyramid on the earth in Cholula, Mexico, um, and going to be hanging out with my brother-in-law. I'm hoping to get some feedback from him and man, maybe we can get some other stuff going while I'm down there. But I'm shooting for two things, two things. Um, I would love to go visit the regular pyramids, but I, my family's seen them a bajillion times. So they're like, are we going to go see the pyramids again? You know, I've been there like three or That's four times. so funny, yeah. like to be jaded about pyramids. I mean, it's like, it's like living on the beach. You're like, yeah, it's the beach, dude. It's always there. You know, it's not going anywhere. But for us, we're like, dude, it's a freaking beach. I never see the beach. Right. So anyway, it culminates in water. Whoa, <laughs> there's some serious, crazy, sacred stuff going on, bro. Okay, so let's uh jump right on this, shall we? Shall one of us has given up caffeine and one of us has not. I figure out who needs caffeine who. at all. I, I quit coffee about 10 days ago. It's all right. I, I'm still drinking some tea, um, not as much caffeine and not as much tea, but no, I, I, um, I haven't had any caffeine in at least, I mean, literally zero caffeine in like at least a month, at least. Um, wow. but I mean, I don't really drink other than coffee. I didn't really drink any caffeine. I quit sodas forever ago. So, 
Um, yeah, I, it's very seldom that I have a soda. I have a sure. soda like a European does, not like an American does. That's good. That's good. What about but, what about our our northern neighbors from Kanukistan? Um, <laughs> I, um, is it Tyler was that his name? Um, Tyler told me I, I, I went so, to go. I was like, so funny. what is that? And I had to go look it up. I was like, I'm going to sound like an ignorant American. And I was like, Oh, it's slang for Canada. Okay, well then I don't <laughs> feel so dumb. Like, Kanukistan. That's my that's my favorite thing this week. I'm not going to lie. Or from last. Yeah, week, that was that was a fun survey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't kind of tell us where you're from, go on Facebook and tell us where you're from. Um, all right. So today, guys, we are talking about a pretty crazy um subject it's uh i will give you guys some fair warning this is a fairly adult topic um yeah. and there is some stuff that is friendly maybe not x-rated but uh definitely rated r um so you have been warned you have been warned. Hide your kids and hide your wife. Um, well, don't hide your wife unless you know she was as a podcast and she. <laughs> cool. Don't hide her from that. But your kids definitely don't want to hear this one. Um, Shell, would you like to elaborate on how we came to this place, or I guess kind of how I came to this place, or would you like me to go into it? Um, I think you go into it. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give like the, the layout. And if, are you going to, are you going to piggyback off of, or just kind of like back and forth? Oh, yeah. right on. Well, sweet. Here we go. I'm going to run this bad boy. You know, yeah. cause, cause we never do anything like that and can't what have a mean? conversation or anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's, it's mad. Now then, now we're off to a serious start guys. We're talking about, um, the as you know we're talking about portals we're still in the portal saga and this actually i don't know if this is what kind of got us down this trail in the first place or if we had been talking about some other stuff but this kind of just came up but we are talking about the body um and the more i've studied i think that the body can be a portal oh, but definitely. i also think that the the body is a ritualistic tool um for portal opening and that is what we're talking about. We are talking about the human body today as a portal or a portal um, facilitator, I guess we'll call it. I think you would uh, just say key. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's fair. Key, key's good. I mean, I just, I just feel like there's a lot of activation. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do with our body and from our body that are activation keys that's a good way to say it um so obviously guys i mean i'm not i'm not really this was very cool when i started talking to shell about it she was like i've never heard anyone talk about this and i i really feel like this is kind of one of those things where god just kind of like <laughs> downloaded it into my brain it's not really something you don't know but it right. is at the same time when you start thinking about it in these terms i think it'll for me, what it did was it, it shifted my brain and, and how I thought about living out my faith and living out everything I do, frankly. I mean, and yeah. I think Shell's probably on the very same page as I am with that. Um, 
so obviously, I mean, it, it's no secret, right? Our, our bodies for the large part are material for the most part, you know, um, they, uh, are flesh and bone. You can touch them. There's blood on the inside, right? Um, hopefully not on the outside. You don't want it there. <laughs> um, it has to happen sometimes, but you know, that's not the, uh, the preference. So, um, we're going to kind of go right to the nitty gritty right from the get go. Um, and this is kind of what got me like my brain spiraling down this, this kind of, uh, rabbit hole for lack of a better word. Um, what can we do with our bodies? We can procreate. We can have sex. We can enjoy ourselves in many physical ways. Um, not just sexual, but sexual is a huge part of it. And we're going to start here because this really, this really kind of, man, this is like the, the, the focal point. And, and I would say largely kind of what we're, we're um, centering this whole idea around. So sex itself, what is sex, right? What is, what is God what does God put it here for? Obviously it's for pleasure. I mean, there's no, that's no, uh, right. Greater. Obviously it's for procreation, right. As well. Um, for, for us to further our species, but let's, let's kind of, let's put a pin in, in that real quick. Um, God said to Noah and to Adam and Eve, and actually, frankly, to the disciples in a very different context, but kind of not, um, to go forth and be fruitful and multiply. And that is only a thing that humans and animals, frankly, can do, right? And animals have a very limited sense of, uh, or level of sentience, at least most of them do. And, um, or at least we don't, as far as we understand, right? Maybe there's a whole right. thing going on that we don't know about, um, which probably is true. But I would say being at least on earth, the pinnacle of creation, um, and I'm being very specific about on earth. Um, man, God has really given us domain over this earth, right? That was the, that was the whole point. And so right. to be able to dominate a planet, you need to multiply, you need to have more, you need to replicate, you need to have more of you to be able to do that job. Well, how does that happen? I mean, obviously I can physically tell you what happened, you know, the man, the man's seed and and the woman's egg are, you know, they mix and they become a, a completely new organism, right? But what actually is happening there? Like, what does that mean? What it literally means is that this new creation pulls a soul out of heaven, is sent into a human body, and is housed there, at least right. temporarily. So... By definition, sex for procreation makes the body a portal. I mean, it literally makes the body a portal, which is kind of mind-blowing, frankly. Um, procreation I, is is the utilization of a portal. It, it totally is. And, and bringing somebody from the spirit realm, <laughs> the to, realm to the scene. To this realm. It, it, and it's it's very important to to know to think about this right because uh, I I hadn't thought about this a whole lot but my pastor mentioned it and he says uh, he says you know when we when we when we die we'll, we're going home he goes listen to what I said listen very carefully to what I said we're going back home when we go back to heaven and I went oh well yeah obviously yeah that makes permanent perfect sense right although we have no recollection or 
understanding uh, or, or conscious right. thought of, of our remembrance life, of, of our whatever it was before, before. This, right? right. Um, we are going home, you know, um, it says that we were beautifully and wonderfully made, um, which actually opens a whole other idea like, okay, yes, we're going home, but when were we made, were we made, were we made without uh, just not no knowledge of, of our existence? I, I don't know. You know, I don't, that's not a, a question I can answer. Um, but what I can answer is that where we came from, we will return. Um, that is the goal anyway, <laughs> if you choose to right. be the creator, of course. Right. So the body is a portal and sex itself and the, using the body in a sexual way is intentionally a, an activation key. I like the way I, I like the, the terminology that you used around that. I think it's, it's absolutely fascinating to me. Um, so this is both a spiritual act and a ritualistic act. And this other thing that I was thinking about, uh, not just the body, but, you know, common artifacts and things like that can, we don't really, so here's the thing, I guess, let me get to my point. When we think about a portal, we think about some sort of ethereal dimension, you know, reality transcending portal. Stargate, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Something so mystical, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for, mystical. We don't think of it as a physical thing. And I started thinking, well, and we'll get to those. Um, stargates are a thing, right? Okay. Well, what are stargates made of? You know, I don't know exactly. I'm not going to pretend to know right now. We're going to do some further research and get, get back to you guys on that. But we've been very clear that mountains are portals. I mean, they very clearly are. Mount Hermon is is the one that you have the, the, the clearest example of, right? Right. Um, well, and Sinai. And Sinai, of course. Absolutely. Sinai, right? Um, but, I mean, we've talked at length that the there are many sacred mountains all over the world. We talked about China at great length, that China has many sacred uh, mountains. Wu'i, Wu'ishan, um, is a super, super sacred mountain to them. And... All sorts of stuff, right? I mean, so, well, so we that, whether they're man-made or natural, too, correct. because the ziggurats and pyramids are man-made, correct? Mountains, absolutely, absolutely, and and it's important to kind of decouple. I don't know if destigmatize, but but well, yeah, maybe to an extent, destigmatize and, and decouple the concept that physical things are not properties of portals because they are um right that almost by definition you need things to be physical for them to be portals um at least on some degree right well at least it in our in our part of the realms right right because right. we're material so Correct. and our bodies are material um you know whatever the the electrical impulses that cause our body to run maybe maybe aren't totally material i mean electricity i don't know yeah, how, well, how i would classify that really yeah but um <laughs> right. My sister's an chemical engineer guy. She's she's a she's smart. smart. Person. <laughs> she's really freaking yeah, she smart, actually. Um, but um, as well. uh, 
<laughs> That's why we love her oh so much. <laughs> Korean Hatsu. Okay. She's my best friend. Yeah. Um, but even even in our most material part of us, our our body, there is still something ethereal in it. Um, you know, the the whole the whole premise of frankenstein or or uh what else was it called prometheus i i forget the whole long name of uh mary shelley's yeah uh frankenstein frankenstein but it it's a quest for understanding the ethereal part of us that that makes us alive yeah yep that's all of that is absolutely accurate. Um, which actually that Frankenstein, um, Frankenstein's monster, uh, gosh, you just made me think of Blaster the Rocket Man again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting up there looking at me, hey, Blaster, what's going on? Um, <laughs> guys, if you've not looked up Blaster the Rocket Man, I just I don't know what to tell you. You need to go look at it, you need to go listen to it, you'll, you'll be like, crap is this but read the, lyrics, <laughs> read the lyrics and you'll be like holy moly right. this is some legit theology um i'll just leave it at that this, so that takes me to a segue to our next point and this is a big one we you and i are not our bodies right we are not our bodies we inhabit a body but we are spirit and soul. Um, you almost might call them inextricably, inextricably linked. Um, that is a hard thing to think about, right? I'd heard people say before, you know, you're not Ricky. Ricky is just a name that you have, but you are. You, you are, are driving are, Ricky, the yeah, vehicle exactly. Ricky. That's right, right. So um, the body that you have is literally a tool for ritualistic practice for ceremonial practice and uh, before you get all weird on me and be like what the heck dude what are you talking about everything that we do with this body allows us to worship god or not worship god or worship some other god but whatever we do with our body it is ritualistic practice it is spiritual worship practice and it is the certainly the vehicle that allows us right to be able to worship and do these ritualistic things and, and all the things we do. But nonetheless, our bodies literally, though they are not ours, uh, you know, they are just given to us for a, a temporary period. They are the vehicle with which we are able to worship God. And I'm going to give you guys some, um, some legit uh, backing for this. We're going to first Corinthians six here. <laughs> Let me pull this guy up real quick. Uh, 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 uh. let's share the whole screen which is going to make you guys see everything crazy i'm getting another monitor soon guys be patient with me i just have to fix my <laughs> studio here Bam, there we go cool you see that okay mm -hmm. staying with the uh sexual theme <laughs> please from <laughs> sexual immorality okay so we're going to look at we're going to break down some specific verses verse 13 says Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food. God will, God will destroy both one and the other. 
the body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Notice how the body is a, is a thing that is, is meant for things, but the body is not referred to as the human. It is not referred to right. as the soul. There's very specific language around this, which is what really caught my attention here. So I'm going to reread this a uh, different way. And I, I literally have this in my notes. You can kind of follow along paraphrasing here. The body, in parentheses, which is not you, but the manipulation of it affects you, is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Let's go a little bit further. Verse 15. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Again, your body is not your own. Your bodies are members of Christ. Think about that for a second. Think about that real hard for a second. What the heck does that mean? It means that your body is not you, but it is important what you do with your body. Um, and that is kind of a, a very bizarre thought. So I'm not saying before you guys get all, you know, any of you guys might get get jump into a conclusion being like, Oh, this is totally like a Gnostic teaching. This no, 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 no. I'm I'm not saying that all physical things are bad. On the contrary, I'm saying that no. physical are good, right. um, and our bodies are good. You know, they are they are a glorious creation that God has given us uh, to inhabit and use. But also, they can be filled with things, right? They can be filled with God. They can be filled with the Holy Spirit. They can be filled with demons. They can well, they're like it. Angels. Go ahead. If our bodies are a tool, then like every other tool they can be used for good or for for bad you know Absolutely. and and there are things we do with our body that are glorifying to god and there are things we can do with our bodies that are uh Hideous. not glorifying yeah um exactly right uh, ba -ba -ba. let me read verse 16 i got two more verses here in corinthians that we're going to finish reading so 16 says or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one with her? For, as it is written, the two will become one flesh. Now, notice this. This is important, right? Because you might say here, oh, well, but look, it's you're united with her. Yeah, you are united with her because she inhabits her body, right? And that's why the two become one flesh. That is a crazy, crazy concept to me. And... The reason that this is so important to God, why, why does God say this? Well, because one, you know, like God uses the the marriage itself as a unit for what would we call it? The, the smallest society that can exist, right? The smallest functioning society that can exist is the family unit. But also the original um, government. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also this is a god knows that that the intention of sexual intimacy is ultimately for the purpose of creation right of procreation so what you're doing is you are ritualistically practicing the opening of a portal whether you fulfill it or not is a different story right but you god knows exactly what you're doing and you're profaning a sacred thing you're profaning a literally a portal opening act Whoa, that's pretty crazy. Well, if um, you're if you're having sex with somebody who is not your spouse, correct, 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 exactly. Um, so, what does the word say? Right, flee from sexual immorality. 
everything else uses the the ritual the body the ritual instrument to sin but sexual sin is desecrating the sacred temple and the seat of one's own self and i'm just kind of going off my own notes here i believe this is because it opens us to other gods instead of god being for the body and because the body is a temple of the holy spirit right so when we begin to open our bodies to sexual immorality and sexual um sexually inappropriate or illicit things what we leave our body open to some sort of other um goodness what we call it uh spiritual portal activation um i think you'll agree with me on this one shell uh we didn't really talk about this per se but i would say if 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 you are having if you are having inappropriate sexual relations what you're actually doing is using your body to open a portal literally to other gods for lack of a better word right i mean well you're just you're opening your front door period <laughs> so you're not sure what's gonna you know come in it's like you you open your front door and you no go to bed intended. no pun intended yeah <laughs> not uh well, not all... using euphemisms here but yeah. just um man i'm not sure it's a curious where i want to go with this <laughs> i i have always been taught and i really do believe it that you can yeah you can pick up people's spirits mm -hmm. uh by having sex with them yeah, yeah um somebody's got demons it is there man it's just it's really there been is, but... what i've taught and i don't know i'm not saying that you will um sure. but you certainly do open yourself up to the possibility of it um and there there are ministries and i i'm not exactly sure where i stand but deliverance ministries frequently will be like you need to repent for every sexual encounter you've ever had and anything that may you know be be uh catching a ride with you because right. of it yeah and i'm just like um i think there's validity to that Mm -hmm. um i don't think you have to remember every single thing you've ever done because most of us just cannot and honestly because um that doesn't bear out with with what we're told in the old testament as far as sacrifices for um for willful sin and for um uh sin that you didn't realize he, you were committing at the time I so i um not sure if you ascribe to it yeah no i um not for the have to remember every single sin you have ever committed um because the blood of jesus cleanses from all sin and um i don't i don't know that i think that you have to um search it every time you know oh something's going on with me oh I'm, i must be that one sin i did in 1972 that i you know forgot about really because christ went and died on the cross for every sin but that one 
you know, we're not going to, we're just not necessarily going to remember every sin. And, uh, you know, there, some people are probably thinking, oh, but you remember everybody you've ever slept with. And, you know, some of us may, and some of us may not. <laughs> the, the grace of God is that, is that he gives it freely to all who would come bless his holy name. Um, but it, however, if if you have things going on in your life, I mean, it's something to 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 go and think about. I have definitely, you know, prayed before, Lord, forgive me for all the stupid things I've done, and the, you know, the the different relationships that I had, the the, I guess, use the nice euphemism of the wild oats I have sown. Um, and I think, you know, God is faithful to do it. He yeah. He says it. But you know what? I haven't been like, and then this one on January and this one on January 12th. And then this one, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't think God nitpicks like that. Um, I, I, I think it. I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about it either, but I think that, you know, different if God calls it to your memory. Right. though then yeah if, if he like brings something, something to me and i'm like oh i'm so sorry lord right, oh, right. please forgive me for that i know you have but i'm specifically yeah. sorry for this thing right now that i've just remembered you know um yeah so i'm not saying you're stuck with <laughs> in in my circle we would just call them bugs Ooh, got bugs from it meaning meaning unclean spirits in particular mm. but i thought you were thinking about cooties no bugs <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it, got it. just a nice way of not saying demons you know <laughs> yeah. um you know this this uh and just to drive the point home um about this here i just wanted to look at verse 20 you were bought with a price, so glorified, mm -hmm. glorified in your body. There's another translation that says with your body. Um, so if it's not clear, you are not your body. Um, but your the way you use it is has has eternal implications. Ramification, yeah, yep. absolutely. And ramifications. Um we're and gonna you know go things things we have done before salvation are different too than things Certain. that we do after accepting Christ's gift. Yeah. You know, when, when we accept um, his grace and we repent, then we don't want to keep going back to that same thing. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes there, there are strongholds. There's um, certainly, what is that that word right before this podcast all about this man at length yeah there you you have um there are people who have addictions and there's definitely most definitely um any way how do i want to say this any way you can defile yourself can be addictive mm -hmm. whether it's drugs alcohol sex um, gluttony, whatever. I, I'm sure there are other things. I just can't think of them. Um, else, all of those things can become addictive. 
they they can control you and um god can also break them there is nothing there's nothing that is too hard for him to do there is no stronghold that is too strong for him that he cannot break down um but sexual sin is is a difficult one um yeah very difficult. Is it- I, I i just think of the statistics of porn porn in church like yeah. Is more than seventy percent of pastors um, have acknowledged having issues with it, and I mean, there's there's a instance going on right now, you know, with with IHOP KC, yeah, and uh, you know, it kills me. Another another pastor has fallen, but it's so so common in um men in leadership probably women in leadership women just haven't had leadership um opportunity you know over the last millennia the way men have so we have a lot more data of of men being right. caught in infidelities or straight up uh uh sin uh sexual yeah. sin yeah. um God, I think of David, I think of Samson, I think of uh, Solomon. Yeah. And I mean, these are men who were godly. David is a man after God's own heart. And sometimes I'm just like, wow, okay. Um, But but I get it. He he did. He he loved God. He loves God um d- despite his predilection well because he is yeah he's in god's presence yep. today loving god i would say uh the uh the restraining adherence to simple-minded and small small dimensions that we inhabit also known as time are probably irrelevant to david right now so right. yeah <laughs> For us, sure. yes, but I mean, his, it, he, he had multiple wives to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, taking Bathsheba and then the whole trying to kill uh, Uriah, right? That's her husband's name. Um, and just, just all of that, you know, you kind of go... How did God use that? Not only that, how is he, uh, how is a descendant of his going to be on the throne forever? You know? And, yeah. But Jesus is, is um, the son of David. And it's, it's just, I don't know. That's crazy. Man, it's crazy on so many levels. Cause you're like, oof, what a big, what a, big mess up and then is it is it not a big mess up and i think it is but that god understands humanity he understands that um that we can be very subject to our appetites 
And I chose the word appetite very um, deliberately, deliberately. Yeah, Uh, because our appetites can take all sorts of forms, Um, whether it's our eyes or whether it's our mouth, whether it's our body. Mm. Um, We we choose to feed our our appetites and um the dog the dog we feed the most is the one who's going to win the the fight yep 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 so and careful what what you feed (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean geez man there's so many there's so many rabbit holes to go down here right now uh i mean even if we just stayed on the sexual aspect of the use of the body I mean, we could finish this whole podcast talking about that. Well, and you know what? There's something actually I wanted to to interject about that too, Rick. Sorry. No, do it. Um, sex was designed for procreation, but I think sex also was equally as designed for um coming together between a husband and a wife um it smooths out the rough edges i don't that is the nicest way (laughs) i can say Uh, what i'm saying it makes you like each other more you don't say (laughs) It, it it has a very relational function and when uh, couples aren't, when they go quite a while without sex, mm-hmm. you see it. You see it in the way mm-hmm. a husband and a wife start yeah. biting at one another. I mean, it's, it's almost, you know, love cover, covers over a multitude of sins. Well, within marriage, so does sex. Yeah, it does. Makeup sex is great. Not going to lie. Um, so I guess, I guess from here, I mean, just going, talking about the body itself and this is, I mean, this is such a deep topic. It really is. Um, I was literally telling Shell, and I mean this very seriously, like I've, I've, I'm really considering making a, like writing a book about this because I mean, your body involves everything you do. Um, you know, and, insofar as a portal right you know it being a portal and a portal activator sure i mean all that's true but i mean your body literally is like the way you commune the way you commune with god it's the way you commune with reality frankly well because that's how he created us too that's what i'm looking for what's that yeah that's a good that's a very good descriptor it it's how god made us yeah we are spirit we are spirit Mm -hmm. or soul um that inhabits a body but he chose to make it so that we inhabit a body and that's when i don't know i from our point of view when we get our sentience right when we mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah exactly that's which is what i was alluding to right previously yeah i mean i don't and i don't i don't know i don't think anybody else does either what is before we're born yeah. um 
No, we'll we'll find out eventually. <laughs> yeah, uh, or maybe we just won't because we won't ever understand it. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to say we're going to kind of step into the opposite here in a second, and how how the use of the body as a portal can be so grievously misused. Um, and so I guess where I want to start is just, just around the idea that it, it's important from us, like from this point forward, for us to think about the fact that the, the body, physical things are not divorced from spiritual things. Right. Okay. That is a very That's important a concept point. to, to, to take going into what we're just about to talk about. Um, and this have you ever had a thought and you just like, you know, the thing, but then like you sit and meditate on it and you're like, Oh man, there's so much more here than I really was able. Like I wasn't really grappling with this idea. Yeah. I understand the idea, but I wasn't grappling with it. And that's kind of how this was for me. So I I'm going to mention it again, you know, physical and spiritual things. We don't have any reason to, to separate them because one well, does not yeah. necessarily supersede the other, at least not while we're alive either. No, no, no. no. I mean, this is this is this is the, the place where God gave us to play out the use of worship and, and ritual action here on this earth in this plane with this thing that's a tool called the body. So having said that, let's move forward. <laughs> now then. Uh <laughs> So because we know that the that having sex is for procreation as well as for pleasure and, and for, you know, a multitude of other things, right, that it, it really is for um, a, a, a plethora of things I can't completely express because there's just too many. Um, I really think that this seems the likely reason that witch, witchcraft usually in, involves some sort of sexual action, right? Um, and, and I'm going to explain why, because... Geez, I don't know if I jump right into this one or if it's almost it's almost like this is like a big old ball of stuff. And I don't know which which one to pull apart first. Um, just like you. Just like you and I desire to, to procreate the angels that have fallen, the benign. Uh, how is it? Benign Elohim. Thank you. Yeah. Elohim, the sons of God that have fallen also desired, if not all of them, you know, a good chunk of them desired also to be one flesh, so to speak. Okay. Um, that's weird because they're not really flesh, uh, like we've discussed right. at length, and which you guys I'm sure know. So it's not like something I'm springing on you. But um, I think that that's why witchcraft continues to be such a, such a, I mean, it, sex itself tends to be such a sexually, or, or such, sorry, such an explicit idea in our minds. Even though sex is extremely wholesome when practiced, just like it was intended to be. There are rituals right. and there are steps and there are purposes for sex, right? And there are non-purposes for sex. And I think that those are specifically sought out by um, Elohimic beings, right? And their offspring um, because they are the thing that they don't have access to. Right. I mean, that's, that's why, that's why the sense right. of God was... they were not created for it. That 
that was not part of their their natural order. It is part of our natural order. It is exactly, um, which is, uh, you know, that you should just be like in awe of God for like that we were created as the pinnacle of creation on this plane to reproduce, and the and the sons of God were not. They were not made right. for that. Heavenly beings were not made to reproduce. Doesn't mean that they can't. Or that they can't, uh, sorry, that they, it, yeah, it doesn't mean that they can't, but it, it certainly does not mean that that's their intention. Um, right. So I think that that's a lot of the reason that we see sexual, sexually explicit uses of things and rituals and stuff like that in witchcraft, because, right, um, we can manipulate things with our bodies, but also the other guys seek to use our bodies for all sorts of stuff. So it's kind of a win win in a weird twisted way of thinking about it. Um, at least that's the way the interaction is viewed between the, uh, the two interfacers, right. Um, on the unseen and the seen realm. Um, going back to this idea about the spiritual and physical, not being different. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a lady whose name is Marina, uh, Abramovich. And have you ever guys heard of spirit cooking? I don't recommend you go look it up. Um, if you feel so inclined and you want to, you are welcome to do so. But she is a performance artist out of Ukraine. Nonetheless. Wasn't she, didn't she have something to do with Anton LaVey? Uh, I think she did at some point. Um, but it wasn't. She's not like a practicing Satanist or any of that kind of stuff. She doesn't, well, she doesn't openly practice Satanism and she doesn't openly, openly practice witchcraft. She's, she's really just a performance artist, um, which is, a, 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 I guess, an ambivalent way of saying um, shock and awe type of individual. I mean, that's really what performance art is, right? Um, but she she would do very like, Man, just kind of grotesque performance art. Like she would just be naked in the middle of a of, a, of an art gallery, and she would just say, "Do whatever you want to me." And some people would just go and hit her, and they would, you know, attack her. And she would just sit there, and she would just take it. You know, um, very very weird individual. Well, she did have a a particular, um, I don't know. I don't even know if I can call it art. I mean, I would just say it's just kind of a desecration of all things living, in my my uh, humble opinion um, that she did called spirit cooking. And it was, she says it was meant to be a joke. Um, and this could, I mean, really I could veer off on this for a whole long while and go into like secret societies and celebrities and weird um, child um, loving aspects of things. Uh, but I'm not going to try and go too far down that rabbit hole. You guys can look this stuff up if you want to. We can do that episode on another episode, not this one. But m there's a reason that I'm going towards this, okay? Um, in her video, in this video about, called Spirit Cooking, she essentially took mainly, well, I'll read her own word. Um, she was at a, a, she was at a, what she called the Podesta's spirit cooking dinner. If you recognize that last name, that should more than uh, give you some indicators about her kind of uh, company and ideas. Um, 
but she basically had a mixture and she says it's not what you think it's blood sperm and breast milk but mostly blood um and it was uh pig's blood and she wrote all sorts of just kind of creepy stuff in pig's blood sperm and breast milk on on the wall basically in blood um you can go look up the phrases you want and this and that but my point in mentioning this here is that she is very explicit about mentioning and she's not the only one i mean there's other people who do this kind of stuff so i'm not you know trying to single her out in particular but my point in mentioning is that she in her mind is divorcing any kind of spiritual reality from the physical actions that she is is exercising let's say um and that ain't the way it works i'm not gonna lie i think that she is very aware of the things that she's doing even though she would purport to never ever have that be the case um at least you know in interviews and stuff like that but people that do those kind of things i i think that they are either extremely daft when they make comments like that or they're just extremely dishonest um and i usually think given this day and age i think it's very just dishonest i don't even think that it's daftness anymore like i think that people give too many people the benefit of the doubt that's my personal opinion um but in any case you, you, we can't we can't divorce our actions from from the spiritual nature of things you know right. i mean to some extent sure you can do art and it can be you know i don't know um satirical or sarcastic or you know you can use certain things even as christians for shock and awe right that you normally wouldn't do or say but i i think that there's a point where where you really have to to be honest with yourself and with god like what am i doing you know what am i doing with my body what am i doing with my time um because whether or not you look at it this way or not she's taking these sacred elements and making very very light of them and I would almost say, for lack of a better word, I would even say that that's, that's witchcraft by definition because she's manipulating people into thinking that this is, it's not a big deal. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. I'm, it's just performance art. I'm just doing performance art. Whatever. But, that's like that's like being a jerk and saying, I'm just kidding. Correct. Like it, it's exactly what it is. I'm just yeah. kidding. Also, that that kind of language what it says is i want to do what i want and i don't want to suffer any ramifications yeah yeah absolutely so um, it's it's just art like holds no water with me none yeah no none. no me either me either we we we're we're humans and we are very intentional with what we do um you can go look her up she is part of the i just did individuals oh now well then now you know i that explains your uh you know your contorted the looks on my face so, yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, i know i was uh, just like oh yeah she's someone you need to pray for guys honestly um i so having said that I, i'm just trying to set a little bit of a base and now kind of leap into where we're going with um with why why the body and physical things open portals and are important. So I ran across, uh, I was literally just looking up, um, 
what was that article called? I literally was like, okay, um, bodily fluids and uh, and magic. I was like, is that a thing? I wonder if that's a thing. It sounds like a thing. thing. And I ran across it. And I mean, it's it's something that like I intuitively am like, yeah, it's a thing. But like, I want to be able to present something to you guys. It's like, well, right. Especially like blood. You're like, oh, yeah. Human human blood or any kind of bloodletting in in witchcraft is, you know, well known. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Um, so I, I ran across this uh, this article. I'll have to post it here in a little bit. But this is by an individual that practices. uh rituals and magic you know on the regular and um it's i just entitled it bodily fluids as binding elements which i was thought was very very interesting Hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. personal items that is bodily fluids in this case included in a spell work in sorry included in spell work and magical working sometimes known as tokens or as taglocks never heard that before right um, they are used because of their connection to that person's spirit. Notice the language in this individual's speech. I, I think that it is so telling that this warlock or, or witch, whatever you want to call this individual. Practitioner. Practitioner, yes. Magic practitioner. Is, I, is able to identify that the body and the spirit are linked, although they are different. And... and Christians, we do, we talk, yes, you know, the spirit, the, the, the soul, the mind, but I don't, but I don't think that we like think that, that they're different, but they all work together as a unit. I don't think we, we think about this very much and it's something we really need to think about. Yeah. I think that that's why we don't take a lot of times we don't take the sin that sins that we do or the actions that we do, even if they're not intentionally sinful, we don't take them with the weight that they should be taken. Um, and when I read this, I was like, man. This is, so, I mean, to me, it was very, um, do I want to say humbling? It was very insightful. I don't know what else to say. You know, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from. So they use these bodily fluids in connection with the understanding of the body and the spirit being inextricably linked and one affecting the other. That's what I'm going for, right? Um, well, but- and that's what they said, this, this material thing from the person is giving the practitioner power over the the person's spirit correct correct man um yeah so that was just going and there's also mm-hmm, yeah it's just what you said shall the caster uses it as a way to enhance their power um their curios is connected to that. Let me look up that that um, definition. Do you know that word, Shell? By the way, curios. Yeah, I mean I do, but not in a um, in a cult fashion. A curios is just a um, a thing that's attached. Yeah, it's it's well in this. It seems in this... weird to use it there. So yeah. Well, I mean, in the article, that's how this individual used it, which was, I was like, huh. I mean, I was like, I feel like I know what that sort of means. Yeah, um, I mean, trinket was a pretty good um, synonym. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty, um, pretty, yeah, a rare, unusual, or intriguing object. Well, 
in in this case when when uh magical practitioners are talking about a curios what they mean is something that has kind of rare identifying power with you right so you know well i mean any of your fluids are going to because they all contain your dna yeah i mean just like your hair follicles or your i mean which voodoo is practiced with or fingernails all that kind of stuff um and you know so that that gives a practitioner power with and, and this is very interesting practitioners using these kind of curios we'll just leave them titled that way i think it's a pretty good title um not only give power um but they give power over th- that individual spirit but also any other spirits that they're working with i thought that was such a curious way to phrase that i was like mm-hmm. that's wow. a lie i that's mean a lie. it doesn't give them power over the other spirits that they're well, working yes. with it they yes they They think think it does does. right well it gives them what they perceive to be power i was thinking why is that a lie oh i see what you're saying yes that is definitely yeah until until it doesn't (laughs) until until they're like oh you thought that had me chained yeah no here give me the comeuppance brother um so it's time to pay that piper (laughs) um I thought this was super interesting too because the article kind of goes through that and then it's <laughs> so funny to me man but it just it, it it really just kept harkening back to how how well pagans understand the relationship between the body and the spirit and and I feel like we as Christians just really don't this individual was like says just as it has been possible to develop safe handling practices in the world of the medical field it is also possible to develop rigorous safety procedures for the use of bodily fluids in magic why is that phrase seem oddly logical and christians are like afraid to grapple with that do you see what i'm saying well because we have taken so much of the um the supernatural out of our faith um we're we're extremely materialistic yeah um probably the most i'm sure not even probably we are the most materialistic um christians ever so far so far god bless us um and our pointy little heads Boink, boink. Um, having said that, uh, hopefully you're not getting bored yet, Shell. Um, <laughs> going on to, I, I, you know, I was just kind of curious about this thought, and, and I just kind of wanted to see how much it would play out. And geez, Louise, it has played out a lot. Um, I started looking up human sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Because that's. I don't know what else could be used to open a portal except for human sacrifice. I mean, that seems like a pretty big way to open a door to a portal. Would you agree? I mean, it's in every movie you can think of. It's in so many ancient texts that I couldn't even begin to count how many. Um, Yeah. But I just wanted to, I was reading a really good book that was just about human sacrifice in general. And it was talking about (laughs) both. Uh, Did you, did you hear yourself? I sure did. 
It was I was actually... reading a really good book about human sacrifice. Hey, man. <laughs> you you got to read. You got to read what uh, piques your interest. <laughs> um, Boy, you're book... you're just digging a hole. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> when you're talking about human sacrifices, I guess you have to uh, dig a hole. Uh, uh, I was reading this really great book. Aye, aye. Informative. Let's go with that word. And it was, it's called, let's see here. Let me find the name of it. Um, Dictionary of Daily Life in Biblical and Post-Biblical Antiquity. And it specifically about human sacrifice. So it was extremely informative. All of the book is or no, this just, particular part? I think I picked out like either like an excerpt or an essay or something. And it was just really going okay. through, you know, historical backgrounds and stuff uh, about this. Sounds I, it was interesting. Kind of, it was very interesting. And it was, I found it at the library, my local library. It's like, oh, cool. Oh. Um Hoopla's useful. Yay. Right. So I picked it up and, and just started reading. I was like, oh, this seems really interesting. And th there are a few things that I'll just touch on, but there there's uh, some really interesting, and hopefully you'll be able to chime in. And because I was thinking like, what did the practitioners or what did these societies think was going to happen or see happen, right? When they did this kind of thing, right? I mean, I I can think of off off topic, you know, uh, off the cuff things like the Aztecs, right? The Aztecs would sacrifice um, virgin virgin women um, for all sorts of reasons. One in particular is, my God, there's there's an eclipse that's terrifying. The sun represents life. We need the sun to come back. Let's kill this chick and and you know bring it back. Placate placate the gods and yes. Hopefully you'll accept this this blood sacrifice, right? Um, but I want you to chime in if you think of anything or, or there's something that comes to mind, because I was really asking myself this and I was, that's what I was trying to dig. And like, what, why did they, mm -hmm. like, what were they hoping to achieve? Um, because we've all heard that before. And, but we, I don't think we really think about like, well, what, and then we always hear that, that typical, well, you know, this very uh, educated high end. <laughs> kind of, these practitioners believed that when they were doing these things, that, that the sun was being covered and they needed to appease this God. And I mean, they, they talk about it in such a freaking, I hate it, man. I hate try it. to divorce our, yeah. our modern society from like, we're so enlightened. Right. When like, I happen to remember two, three years ago that people didn't want us to get medical attention unless we got a particular thing <laughs> okay so, you better watch yourself there i think it's just a thing i don't know what thing it was but some people didn't want us to get medical attention unless we got a thing so um we are civilized though god bless us uh we're so civilized aren't we sure think we are yes yes we do um anyway coming back to this this here so there was all sorts of reasons but um, you know, children obviously would be sacrificed, which I mean, just, just hearing that is just kind of mind boggling to me. Like, I can't, I can't imagine living in a society where it was seen as a necessity to sacrifice your children and especially. Your what? Wait a minute. You do. You what? live in a society. Yeah. 
that feels yeah, it is necessary to sacrifice your children. It's true. I sure do. For, for your own convenience and comfort. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, words, uh, words, words spoken and retracted within a <laughs> few seconds. Jeez. Um, scratch that off the list. Uh, <laughs> we're so civilized. <laughs> when when I was reading your notes on the the child sacrifice, all that I thought is we'd never quit. We do it just as much now. We just don't do it for the good of like the society. Like they had their their children walk through the fire um to appease Molech. Um they at least thought they were doing something for their neighbors, you know, instead of the, I got knocked up and I don't want to deal with the ramifications of this. So I'm going to go have a procedure done, which, you know, is, is all the verbiage we use today, but it's the result is the same thing. Yeah. And even more heinous, I think, is that it's just all, it's just individualism to the extreme. Like, no one else matters. It's just the individual. That's, that's such a lie, man. Yeah. Like, being able to express your individuality should allow you to function as a community, not, uh, not allow you to be an island. Like, that's not the point. Well, you can't be an island. Some people might disagree. Uh, John John Dunn's uh, Meditation 17, the that most people refer to as No Man is an Island mm -hmm. poem, I mean, is one of the best pieces of poetry ever written because it reflects exactly how much we cannot stand alone that if if as uh john dunn says if if one grain of sand is washed into the sea england be the less for it mm. and and that's we've lost we've really really lost that ideology in the west like so much if people hear bells tolling that's what else they call it for whom the bell tolls but it's the actual name is meditation 17 um people don't even send to ask for whom the bells are tolling anymore is they would ring bells when usually somebody prominent died kind of like we do the flag at half staff or half mass depending on which sure. term you want to use um i know for us if we don't know you know beforehand uh that it's a holiday or that somebody significant um has passed you know we look at why is the flag at half staff today you know that both mm -hmm. my husband and i that's just something we do um, and that's what asking for whom the bell tolls, that's the equivalent. Oh, why are they ringing the bells today? Who has died? And what John Dunn is saying is that it doesn't matter who 
who the person who has passed is, I'm diminished. I am less today for their passing because they are part of mankind and I'm part of mankind. And, and if one of us is diminished with, if one of us disappears, dies, then, then all of us are less for that. And it's this, the sentiment is, um, I think it nourishes humanity that sentiment nourishes humanity. Mm. Um, and when we don't have it, we, we truly, truly are diminished as a society because we're just a bunch of individuals who, who don't have anything bigger than ourselves to live for. And that's, that's a, that's a horrible thing that probably lends itself quite heavily to um, the increase in mental illness and in um, uh, hope, the hopelessness that plagues our society, because yes. we don't have, we don't, we don't belong to something larger than ourselves, yeah. and we kind of suck on our own. Can I mean? It... Not only is it a recipe for disaster, but I think it's an intent. I mean, I don't think I'm convinced it's a it's a it's an intentional recipe for disaster. That, that has our been. enemies have foisted upon us. Most definitely, they they have bought they have sold us this this rotting corpse of an idea mm. that I only need to look out for number one. Just take care of myself. Well, take care of myself. I mean, I, I'm actually even thinking on on a higher and longer plane than than although I agree with you 100%. I'm thinking I'm thinking the watchers man. That's what I always I always think about that. These guys Oh yeah. Well, oh, that's the enemies I'm I was referring to. Oh, good. Okay, we're on the same page. Um divorcing divorcing I mean you start by divorcing spirituality from any kind of scientific in investigation and then you decouple it completely from God then you leave an empty society with nothing to hope in and then and you, you come pull in the individual the away from the society yeah yeah and, and then, then, then also what you've got is a bunch of little anything you just push those dominoes right over yeah yeah so um to come back to this uh lovely topic of human sacrifice um there's all sorts of reasons uh brides and concubines were taken with their leaders you know um, to go into the next life, same thing with with family and retainers. Sometimes, right? They would do the same thing. Um, child sacrifices, though, are are just—I mean—they're just so egregious. So you know? that is exactly the word it's, I was going to use. It's Oof. so hard to. I mean, it's the horse. You know, the the cares before the horse. You know, totally. Um, and there's some specific examples that I want us to think about because, although they're very egregious, like they're. I really believe there is truly some, there's truly power. I mean, the word, the word God tells us, right. That there's power in the blood and the life is in the blood. It's, it's not just a, it's not just a passing phrase. Like it, it is like legit. So there's oh, a, there's a story that um, apparently when the foundations of Jericho were laid, um, heel, heel, the, the ruler at the time, to obtain access to fertile land, 
um, that was uh, watered by the A.S. Sultan Spring. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and provided a st strategic location. It was it was difficult for him to get his hands on this land. And so what did he do? He literally took babies, put them in jars, and laid them as the foundation for Jericho as Good a night. sacrificial offering to be able to obtain this land. It's... No wonder Jericho was so accursed. Like, seriously. Like, it it has one of the weirdest curses that God has ever given yeah, that has been knows. written down. Um, after after Joshua destroyed it, God said that if if Jericho ever be rebuilt, it would be rebuilt on the blood of the uh, the builders' oldest and youngest sons. Yeah. Um, I'd have to reread the the curse. I don't remember. Uh, one is the walls and one is the gates. I think, but mm -hmm. it's crazy it's a crazy it's curse a and when it was rebuilt that is what happened hmm. there's historical record of it so it's it's That's crazy cool. but i didn't know we um, were talking about that so i didn't pull up references no, you're good. And Sorry, just kind of stumbled across and was like oh that seems very relevant um so clearly there's some power there um, well, and, if and you I'm, remember, sorry, Rick, when we good. were talking about um, the Stargate uh, Babel, um, when we were reading some of the historical accounts that, um, oh gosh, I can't think of what king it was now, um, he and his sons were were building um the ziggurat and he sacrificed his favorite oh, son yes. remember yeah i do remember. um i don't think it's hammurabi uh, i'll see if i can find who it is no, i don't think it's hammurabi either i can't remember the guy's name though i think hammurabi may have written the account um um while you're thinking, I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk. And um, I want to. I want to stick on this one with with child sacrifice because I think not only is it the most egregious, but um, I have some thoughts, and I, I you know, I kind of want your feedback actually as well, Shell. But um, because this is not something that I came to a real conclusion on, but I have some a ton of speculation about um, some other reasons that um, child sacrifice was done and was in order to avert general destruction for a people um rulers would give up and i thought this was like this is really heavy i was like wow rulers would give up their most beloved children as sacrifices as a ransom for avenging diamonds and i'm using diamonds specifically because i think this really comes back to the mesopotamian idea uh that there were demons that would kind of like infight and you would have good demons and bad demons which is also kind of lended to late later in the greek that to appease one you would appease the other and so on and so forth and so these were they would they would literally slay usually their um uh their firstborn um with all sorts of mystic rites um i think it's interesting that it's the firstborn always um you know and god god does the same thing into you know it's it's theorized that the reason that god always accepts the first fruit is so that it wouldn't have to be sacrificed you know when it came to uh to a human um 
it was done also to avoid pestilence. And this is, I mean, I'm going to say this one. It's going to be something we talk about here in a little bit, but there's actually a mention in this, um, this excerpt that I read about the Greeks. And there was a minotaur uh, that was, I think, like basically in a cave. And so they would annually take children to this minotaur to feed it so that it wouldn't kill everyone, basically. Um, I mean, all, that's super like common in, in, yeah, 100%. But that's that's a, a reoccurring theme totally in... In Greek, uh, Roman, probably all societies. Yeah. In in the mythos, in the lore, yeah. Um, Throw the child into the uh, or the virgin into the volcano so it doesn't erupt. Do you think so? In virgin, it's good that you mentioned the virgin as well. Um, do you think it was explicitly just because of the of the, of the innocence factor, the pureness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I can't think of any other reason um, for it to be, you know, a child or or a virgin, a virgin girl. Um, yeah. A virgin guy. Man. Well, also because they don't have the power. Yeah. So they didn't have power in their societies. That's the that easier. Certain. They had no say, of course. Uh, yeah. So. That's a good point. I mean, you know, a man of great standing is not going to be thrown into the volcano. <laughs> yeah, usually not. Um, did you find the thing you were looking for? You want me to keep going? No. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Um. So I just, those are just thoughts, but my point here is that the body is very clearly a ritualistic instrument for um, opening a portal. Um, and a lot of times, you know, when they would sacrifice these, these children or, you know, innocent females, uh, virgin, virgin females, um, they would specifically, I mean, it was in all sorts of mystical ways and very, you know, exaggerated things, all sorts of uh, mystical rites, just like just like mentioned. So, um, I just kind of wanted to mention that one. Fifth, coming up to point no, point number five, and I labeled each one of these. But um, I I did want to touch on touch on sex magic since we've talked about what's appropriate with with the body, um, and most of us, you know, are pretty. <laughs> the Bible lays it out pretty pretty uh, blatantly. It's not super super right. hard. Um. You know what though it's it's real interesting because um there has been so much false narrative if you will um regarding sex oh nobody's supposed to enjoy it or the woman's not supposed to enjoy it or oh, yeah. oh you know it's unseemly and um if you read song of songs song of solomon I mean, God clearly understood what he was creating for us. And he saw that it was good. I'm gonna make my Until wife you... Hate huh? if I, if I'm going to make my wife hate me if I make any comments about this one. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. 
but it's our puritanical roots here in America have made us, man, we are so asinine Mm -hmm. with regard to sex. It's a taboo thing, but we sell toothpaste with boobies. Frustrates me to death. A woman can't breastfeed her child because somebody's going to flip out because oh yeah, they're going to see a boob. But these are the same, same people who watch Baywatch every day or, yeah. you know, whatever. In, insert favorite show with jiggling flesh. I mean, <laughs> I'm really trying to find nice ways to say the crass thing in my brain. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and just slap get over that but that is how we are and it's it's super frustrating instead of <laughs> no, no I've been sorry. Waiting for oh, oh man i couldn't resist but like... it can't it can't be a nor the normal thing that is supposed to happen right between husband and wife um that people look forward to I and mean, come on you don't get married to mesh your financial portfolios that is not why people get married unless it's a sexual they get agenda. married <laughs> right <laughs> in the sense of some way of saying it um <laughs> but we do. Let's get married, we, let's we, get married we, and live in separate beds and sleep in separate beds all the time. Let's do that. Two separate rooms, even. <laughs> we're we're just merging our assets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're that's we, what, merging that's, some sort of assets. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's it's supposed to be a normal thing, and yeah. if you if sure. you spend time with any other societies you find that americans were so weird we're so backwards in how like sex is super taboo um but everything is sold with sex appeal everything is and 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 talk about mixed signals that we send out and and that's because again there's the long con our enemies have a very long play in motion they've been doing it in in america for the last 400 years um confusing us with puritanical gobbledygook and then mixing it in with hedonistic um commercialism and no wonder we don't know if we're coming or going and and it's it's one of those things i've always looked at and it it frustrates me and most of the time i'm like i'm the only person who sees this maybe i'm maybe i'm the one that's weird um no 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 but it's 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 i mean as a as a as a man especially one of the hardest things in our current society is dealing with the amount of sexual bombardment that, that men, i mean 
I, I, I am not giving men a free pass to, you know, um, say that women are the problem, how they dress or how this or how that, you know, you, your man conduct yourself as one, you know, be, be a man. And, you know, like the word says, stand up, be a man. Don't, don't make excuses. Um, also at the freaking same time, like I, come on ladies. I don't, I don't want to, no, no, no. I mean, I, that good. You say that portion. That's fine. With me. Oh, I will say that portion good because it is a two way street, you it's know? And, and, and it's, it, you know, I mean, f- for me, like, I, I can't remember where the word says it, but I think, I think, I can't remember who says it in the old Testament. He says, I've, I've made a covenant with my eyes. Right. And that really, I've had to come back to that especially more recently. Um, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried or anything. I'm happy to say it. You know, my wife is, she's very, she's like, I trust you hundred million percent. And she's like, I'm like, good. I'm glad I don't really have anything to hide. She's like, I trust you because like, I asked to see your phone and you're like, Oh, here, fine. Yeah, whatever. You know, I don't care. There's nothing to hide there. You know, right. you might find some boring alien videos you don't want to watch, but you know, you like, you know, Danny and I have the same password. It's good, on man. Our phones. I don't. And we, we and we, oh, <laughs> we have the same password, and we have our thumbprints on each other's. Oh, there you go. That makes perfect sense. Um, so, we've both though been cheated on by previous spouses, so you know. Be honest, man. It, it it just it, for us it was one of those things of of uh, we've got to have some transparency sure. because we've both been hurt and we both, you know, harbor yeah. a little bit of, of fire shyness. Yeah, man. No kidding. Um, so having said that, uh, I guess coming back to my point, I was just going to say, well, it's, it's neither here nor there. I mean, it's, it's rough for guys and we need to, you know, be conscious of everything going on. And really, if it means decoupling from, the internet for a while do it man do it you know if that's what that means then do it putting stuff on your phone yeah. like the safety features do you know what the strange flesh we talked about it before ain't nothing new. do you know what the m- new average age of first exposure to porn is i want to say it's like seven or nine it's seven yeah Jeez. That kills me. Yeah. You what know, I you? hope that the adults, the parents in this, listening to this just went, no way. Now, go to your kid's phone. Yep. yep. Go to your kid's phone. Help your kids out now. Seven years old. God yeah, help us. Um, let me think here. Talk about chi- this is a different type of child sacrifice. Yeah, this man. is the one where it's a slow Sheesh. burn instead of a fast one. Um, I'm gonna totally shift gears here. Uh, I wanted to talk about altered states of mind. Uh, oh, like I had mentioned, right? Sex magic, basically altered states of mind to become uh, a portal. Um, but also altered states of literal being. 
Um, I didn't have time to look up all the stuff that I wanted to, but I, I do want to highlight um, what you guys would probably recognize as tantric, right? Um, tantric and like, I don't know, sex, magic, sex, enlightenment. I don't know what else to really call it. Um, there are several things that we can do to produce these kind of things. And, and all of these actually, not just the sexual portion, all of these are ways to really activate the portal of our body. Um, or, or at least, you know, kind of prime the body for, for the ritual itself. Uh, mantras or chant, chanting, basically, right? Um, By the way, we are not advocating any of no, this. No, Quite no, no. the opposite. There are ways. <laughs> there are, actually, you know, what's funny is that most of these things have a proper way to be enacted. But Christians are so freaking terrified about talking about them that... Again, that's that a puritanical... It totally um, is. You were just talking about the the, the prayer beads. I mean, that's a prime example, man. I, I'm not I'm not advocating for prayer beads either, but I mean, like, you know, like it's not for nothing that other people have. Absolutely, uh, right here. <laughs> I don't want to call them talismans, but I mean, I guess you could call them that if you want to. But I would just say spiritual activators, spiritual lubricants, like for 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 prayer or for um. Or, or or for communion right with with uh with the divine good lord like god put things on the earth for us to use it's okay like you know if you're if you're praying to the rock well that's a problem but if you're if you're sitting on the rock and you're recognizing that god can imbue things with with spiritual power and he can he can you can connect better with him in certain places I mean maybe you need to come off your high horse and realize like it's okay to go to a mountain to use it as a portal to talk to God. Like that's okay. He put it there for you. Right. The, the, the mountain can be a very sacred place, you know, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't shy away from those realities. In fact, we should embrace those realities. I think that they allow us to come back to a more grounded footing on in reality. You know, I, I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. So I'm not, again, I'm not advocating. I was like, I mentioned the, the reason for mentioning these is there is an appropriate ways it's simply to kind of drive the point home that you're either going to use it for, for the right reasons or for the wrong reasons, but they're reasons all the same. And we all, we all need to, we all have a need to use this body as a, as a portal or, or as an activator, right? So mantras, there are certainly ways that we can do this kind of thing, you know, that we can do this kind of chanting and, or, or repeating a prayer or repeating a meditative thought to the Lord over and over. And, that absolutely puts us in an altered state of mind. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I know that the, the Bible's clear that we don't repeat, you know, mindless prayers. But if what you're doing is not mindless, you know, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. That That's like saying that speaking in tongues has no place because, you know, you, you don't know what, what you're saying. Obviously, it does. Like, it's a manifestation of the Spirit. So <laughs> I would take sharp issue with that. Um they, I thought this was really interesting. In lieu of re reciting chants, they just put them on their body, which I'm sure you guys know about. Tibetan tattooing is very, very well known, you know, and I think that that's exactly what it's referring to. Um, but then we really come to the one that that um, kind of takes the cake, uh, is sexual yoga. Um, also known as tantric, which is what you guys uh, would think of. It's ritual, ritual sexual union with an actual physical consort 
or an imagined deity. No, yeah. see, I would not have thought of this because I take so much issue with regular yoga or holy yoga. This is I like have never holy, thought of holy yoga. yoga. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, and rice. You know, I hadn't even thought that 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 would like you know like bring all this stuff to your attention. Oof, but I think it's really important to, to think about. Because I, I would say it is essentially magic and ritualistic, all, all the same. Even well, though, no, that most assuredly is like well, you are literally yes. trying to be possessed by yeah, a yeah. Well, wait, spirit. Well, I mean, by definition, what I just said, right? This is called the Karma Mudra, uh, which literally means desire seal, like to close something off, a seal. Um, not the, uh, not that kind of seal. Um <laughs> Maybe so, it should be the other kind of seal. It'd probably be less, uh, <laughs> a little more wholesome. So there's something called uh, yidams, which is, uh, or yidam, which is basically, but, you know, I'm not going to get into all of this stuff because it's super complicated, super complex, um, and super confusing. But uh, just the basics, so we get to the point. That's uh, an icky. It is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down every one of these to you guys. So Yidam is the god of meditation, and when visualized as the Yab Yum in sexual union can be used to reach enlightened states in a quick fashion. What does that mean? Yab Yum basically means father-mother, so like they, you are visualizing them literally interlocking and becoming one, and that's how you meditate on the nothingness and gain enlightenment. I'm just breaking it down for oh, you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is stuff that Anton LeBay used. That's true. He sure did. They, he sure did. I forgot that they did stuff Didn't, like this. I mean, Alistair to Crowley they would, this stuff too. Yeah. 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 Actually, it may have been Crowley and his, his, oh gosh, what is it called? The. Oh, his, uh, that weird alien looking thing that he would draw. No, the what what he called his um, religion. It's oh. not theosophy. Um, I'll have to look at what it is really quick. Um, while you do that, I'm gonna go on. Yeah, yeah. good. So there's two other there's two other ways to practice this. One is not super sexual, but I thought it was very interesting because of what it does and how it uses the body. It's called Tumo. Tumo is a fierce goddess of heat and passion. So essentially what you do is you learn how to control your breathing in order to generate internal heat through specific concentration on these breathing patterns. So you can reach different levels of bliss and literally learn to control your body and, and like, in, as far as I understand it, like individual functions of your body um, with the use of chakras and, and meditation on emptiness. So you can- So that's like those- those guys who could balance on a finger or whatever look like yeah. they're levitating, whatever. That's what they're trying to get to. It's the um, Lima, by the way. The what? The Lima or Thalama. Oh, oh. It is Al Alistair Crowley's thing, yeah. but that's what they would do, like start having sex and not finish do oh, this right. build up thing for yeah, the power and yeah. 
Yep, yep, and that's actually mentioned precisely here, um, and what I'm about to get to, but I didn't go into that whole thing. Um, but what I thought was interesting about this this internal heat heating thing is that, like, scientists have measured these people's bodies that are really proficient at doing this, and they can like literally self regulate their bodies. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, you can control their metabolism, their internal heat. Their thermal power output. I mean, it, it's very, very crazy. Um, hmm. And then third comes to our real point, which is literal sexual yoga. A lot of times used with alcohol consumption. Imagine that um, to alter <laughs> the state Isn't of mind. Isn't that just called a bad date? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> drink till she's pretty. Um, uh... <laughs> <all right. laughs> I said it anyway. Um, <laughs> and um, they would offer meat to deities. Now, I thought this was very curious given, you know, that portion of the world is very against eating meat. So it's very interesting that they're offering it to deities. Um, but they would do the, the visualization of the god or goddess, but literally using a consort. So literally using another human to physically have sex while visualizing the god or goddess or that's a crowded room yep so that whole part about you know inviting the spirits all up in that bad boy mm -mm. Um, and what was interesting I, sorry i'm gonna have to say this out loud but it is important for us to understand that physical things are so very powerful god made us this way on purpose says, moreover, sexual fluids can be seen as a power substance for ritual purposes, internally or externally. So, what you do with your body on this earth is super duper important. Um, there is more stuff I want to talk about, and I will whet your appetite just in case you guys want to follow us behind the paywall. But we haven't even gotten into the cool, interesting stuff about Nephilim yet. And we're about to go there. Um, so if you would like to hear about how the Nephilim potentially regenerate their bodies and some other cool stuff that we're going to be talking <laughs> about, you should join us behind the paywall. It's only three bucks, guys. Um, you don't have to. Absolutely. This is kind of the end. I think unless you have anything else to, to share on this end show and now i was i i'm just going to talk about the ways that the body is a portal without sex there's tons of them man which is why i kind of mentioned some of the the like the tumo and everything that you self-regulate your body i mean that's some crazy stuff man and there's tons of ways shoot them off man do it um well, you know, there's the good old regular meditation, not for true. sex. Very true. Where you try to clear your mind so that you can transcend to a higher state mm -hmm. to become enlightened or one with with the God essence or some I mean, Christians what? will say, right? With the Nakash indeed. Who, who, what, what is that called? The um, <laughs> Kundalini. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um there's uh 
astral projection. There is astral projection. Which, if you, if you question, or support any of the following things, please be advised that if you practice any of these, these are terrible and will totally devour your life. (laughs) Turn to Jesus and be saved. Amen. Um, just with astral projection, if you if you wondered if you your body is a portal or not, here's here's like to me the clearest clearest example. You you go and you astral walk, and while you're out and about your your soul or your spirit not in your body but your body still breathing and functioning something else moves in mm. and you may or may not be able to get back into your body all the reasons why I would firmly pass on that from here to eternity um, yeah I just summed them up I am um, I think astral projection gives a whole new meaning to I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, yeah, and you're seeing you get and locked you out of your house. Can yeah. you imagine locked out of your body? Ew, like, ew, that's crazy. So, that I didn't know that that was a thing that you could get locked out. Hmm. Yeah, people have talked about um going to to go back and something else being there and like now you have to share your body or you don't get back in it um that to me is like the craziest thing to do i would i i would i would base dive i I would jump off a tall building with a with a uh a parachute before i would ever astral project that that really lends further credence, doesn't it, to the fact that we are not our bodies. Um, they're yeah, just the place like a hundred percent. Like really, you can see that. Oh, this is my vehicle. Crazy. Man. Got carjacked. You got something. To um, happen, right. And then the whole human two point Oosh. Yeah, man. We we're guys. I know what Shelly's saying. We're gonna talk about transhumanism. It will be at the beginning of next year. It's not gonna be right away, but we are gonna deal with it. Um, we just just for the rec- just for the record, we are very anti-transhumanist. Just in case we, you were wondering, in, in case this you is no endorsement for the CDW store by any means necessary. Okay. <laughs> However, should you However. desire to purchase? Um, Josh was telling me, he's like, hey, man, you guys should make that into a shirt. I was like, all right. I'm, I'm totally agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been the intent all along. We're getting there, it's... guys. Yeah, getting there. Even, even things like our use of the internet of cell phones um if if we actually can be uploaded um i know 
Elon and his his crew and probably other scientists as well are trying to to be able to upload human um, consciousness consciousness yep uh, now I don't man, that's a topic I I still think our mind is separate from our spirit or our soul I think that I think that we're three parts mm-hmm. we're we're a spirit who has a mind and inhabits a body mm-hmm. um so if you can upload our consciousness is that just our mind that is uploaded i don't think the spirit goes with it yeah i I don't think mankind can control the spirit to this day we we don't have the ability the body yeah sure whatever you know and i think that that's why i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't just you know toss it out as like just a meat vehicle because i don't think that that's all that our body is like no, I agree. I um, I absolutely agree. Spiritual. I mean, it wouldn't. It, we I mean, we literally just finished talking about babies being used for the foundations of Jericho. For me to be like, right. nah, but I just meet. It doesn't matter. Well, no, and and that's why the word it. cautions us. Um, you know, don't be worried about the one who can kill the body. Right. The, our body's replaceable. It's going to be replaced. We are going to have Ooh. an eternal body. Did you, um, there was a really great um, podcast between Jordan Peterson and, oh man, what's his name? Um, it's an English professor. Or no, not an English professor. Sorry, he's a, I, he's, he's an I English saw, like, yeah, like, uh, UK is what I mean. Um, professor, what is his bloody name, man? I Did saw. Like that? That there like, was. That. I haven't seen it. Bloody name. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, man, I'm gonna forget his name. Sorry, go ahead. I know, I know who you're talking about. I hadn't watched it yet. It's really it keeps good. coming through my feet. He, Is he it? Talks, cool he, he talk. They talk about transhumanism a little bit, and he he just says I mean, he just says such a beautiful thing, man. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, there, of course, there's a remedy. He's like, I'm excited. He's like, I'm gonna get a new body. Uh, we don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to stay here. There's no reason for that. Like, I'm I'm gonna right. take off, man. It's very cool. That's exactly how I feel about it, too. Yeah, well, that's accurate, man. That's totally but, accurate. John Lennox, that's his name. Yeah. John Lennox. Yep. Sorry, go ahead, I John. have seen it. It's come through my feed a couple of times, at least, at the very least, twice. Um, What was I saying? Oh, about the 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 other portals that interact with our body like the internet i i know was it our first it was our first cosmovision was was that simulation yeah the tim pool the tim cast oh my gosh and they were talking about vr really good good (sighs) um Yeah, the internet's. I, I I really think that we should 
next year at some point, literally just talk about the digital world as a portal. It's that's a it's a really freaking difficult subject. But I don't even know that I think the digital world is a portal. I think the digital world might be a different Dimension. realm. Yeah. yeah. It's and then and that there will be some sort of human well i guess we already have it uh but i think maybe there there will be a higher level a more interactive yeah, level between um our bodies and the technology oh, that interface is already already here it's already here. i mean i know that there's the the chip that elon talks about and it's so funny because he's like it's such a bad idea let yeah. me create it then he's like please make my escape pod so that i can go live on mars when this planet implodes but it's not gonna implode god's gonna catch us before it does but i'm sure we'll do tons and tons of damage to our world and ourselves you know, in the interim, man, yep. that that was most of my the body is a portal. The, these no, are the the very uh, obvious great. things that prove that we, that our body's a portal, but. And, and by, by definition, it couldn't be a portal, right? Unless we were able to use it to travel, right? Or, or, or to, to allow passage, right? And because we can, we, we've touched on birth, right? Which we, which we know. Right. Um, we've, we've touched on, and, and just, you know, kind of rehashing the, uh, the, the sexual aspect. Birth is one of them, right? Um, but then the, on the other side, for all sorts of witchcraft type things, uh, there's access for us into the spiritual and vice versa, right? There's access for things to come right. into us. Well, yeah. So what either... you talk about super, super important, man, because I mean, good night. There's, there's so many things you can do with your body that it's like, I've oh, talked we haven't about. even touched on the best one. And okay. the best one is the infilling of the Holy spirit. Oh yeah, man. I mean, God, Yes. Like literally wants to commune with us. By the way, pretty much in our body. We are both firm belief. I mean, I don't even, it's not even belief. Like for me, it's just like the way I walk every day. It's an undeniable fact because it's part of who I am. Um, we are both infilled Christians who believe right. very strongly in the in, in feeling, not just the, 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 receiving of the holy spirit not just a, a temporary spirit. anointing right 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 but that that both things both things are true because i know a lot of people do not believe that and if you're a cessationist still watching our our podcast welcome <laughs> Good for you. very very much welcome <laughs> but uh we are not cessationists not even a little bit um we are uh ever cautious on our acceptance of certain gifts right on and how they're employed but yeah i believe in all like all of the gifts of the holy ghost i think Amen. some are way more rare and i think some are very easy for humans to counterfeit and i think that uh, humans also have uh 
different levels and different aspects of how those things play out. Um, Most definitely. Like when I when I was literally watching that Gary Wayne one, uh, that Gary Wayne episode with the blurry creatures, and he he made a really interesting comment. He goes, "Oh yeah, I got into this kind of prophecy realm through blah blah,", blah. and I went, "Oh, yeah, that's accurate. You are dealing in prophecy. That's very true. It's yeah. a very." intellectual way of of interfacing with prophecy but it absolutely is totally well and haven't you noticed that there are seasons there's seasons when the holy spirit will gift you with something and like you move in it really powerful for a while and then it kind of that the time for that yeah for you is like yeah and then you know god will like use it occasionally sure. I, he did that really strongly for me in in babies for quite a mm. while man i knew when people were pregnant That's my wife i man. knew when people were gonna become pregnant and um it was super strong for a while and then and then it was like that thing was done and it came after obedience i'll tell you um that's one thing I've noticed too is when God calls me to move in a way that's very uncomfortable for me, um, then um, there's a gifting that normally comes after my obedience. That's it's it's very cool to be a part of, and I'm always just like, wow, that's really pretty cool. God, mm. thanks for that for letting me be a part of that. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah it's like i don't even know this is really great i i appreciate cool. you letting me be a part of it that's but that's um, interesting about the obedience thing it makes sense it's very interesting uh later i'll tell you i'll tell you a very specific instance you you will you know all the people Okay. Hey. <laughs> but it's it's not a story i would necessarily share with the public oh i get you guys we're gonna i think we're gonna and did, did you want to mention anything else i'm sorry shell i mean no you. all right guys nope, you're good all right unless you're behind the paywall we're gonna peace out we love you guys so show you want to go ahead and give the blessing and we'll sign off for absolutely our, uh, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you peace. Shalom, guys. Shalom, shalom. God bless and Maranatha. Maranatha. Love you guys. Thank you for watching this episode of The Christian Theological Dark Web. For questions or comments, please email us at the Christian Theological Dark Web at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, please look for the Patreon link in the description. This has been another production of CTDW Studios. Thank you, and God bless.